So we had our uh, Memorial Day celebrations uh, last week, and I was thinking about that. Um, you know, I had my family over, just like most of us did. We had some place to go, or we hosted a picnic, or something of that nature to celebrate the day. And so I had most of them over, about 35, 40 people. And um, I provided uh, the place and rectory over at Crane. And I also provided uh, all the like meat, the hamburgers and brats, hot dogs, what have you. But then everybody else had to bring something. So like, for instance, my mom, she brought, she always brings the beans because she makes the really good ones. and. My sister, you know, she brought coleslaw, another one brought salad, um, beverages, everybody brings something. So if everybody, if everybody shows up and everybody brings what they're supposed to bring, then we have a great party. But if somebody doesn't come or somebody doesn't bring what they're supposed to bring, it's less. It's not, it's not what it's supposed to be. Um, and so with that, you know, thought in mind, because what we're doing today is, is a feast. It's the sacrifice, but it, it is the great feast, the, the, the wedding feast of the Lamb, huh? And just as a, in, a, in the real world, uh, for things to take place like this, you, you've got to show up and you've got to bring something. And so today you're here, praise God, you showed up. We're having a feast and you came, thank you. And, but what did you bring? Because you're all supposed to bring something. We are the, as you know, Paul says, it is the one body, it is the one loaf, and we're all called to be a part of that, to participate in the one body. But to do that, you've got to come, amen, but then you've got to bring something. What did you bring? You say, well, all right, I didn't know I was supposed to bring something. And, you know, I didn't bring any coleslaw or anything like that, uh, any, uh, any beans, uh, but that's not what you're supposed to bring to this particular celebration, uh, you're supposed to bring yourself, but when that bread and wine come forth, that elemental, essential thing that Jesus used at the Last Supper, because that was such an essential part of their daily living, but also elements of the sacrifice that Israel had celebrated from time immemorial, uh, that represented Israel. That represented the people that he changed into his body and blood. Now, that holds true. Bread and wine that's going to come forward, brought forth by you with another person. Somebody's going to come up and bring that. That's you. And, that, and that's supposed to be what you bring. You brought something. You're like, okay, fine. What, what does that mean? That means that what you... Put on that patent, what's going to be here on this altar, is what you are giving to the Lord for all that he has given to you. You are giving him what he needs. Remember on the cross, Jesus said, I thirst. It wasn't physical thirst. It was, he was thirsty for you. He wanted you. He wanted your sins. He wanted, your, he wanted everything about you. You say, that's okay. I can do that. I can, I can put on the patent. I can put on this altar. My, my gift for this celebration, for this feast, is my marriage, my finances, my kids, my fertility, my struggles, 
Everybody in here right now has got something going on in your life that is predominant in your thoughts. It's good, it's bad, whatever. But there's something right now that has a priority in your heart and in your mind. You think about it. It's the thing you wake up at 3 in the morning thinking about. It's, 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 uh, it's what's motivating you. It's what's causing you grief. Maybe somebody's died. Maybe you're sick. Maybe somebody you love is worrying you. Maybe your kids are going crazy. And maybe there's an issue with your parents or... Uh, maybe there's a struggle in your marriage. Maybe you're trying to conceive a child and you can't. Maybe you're, you've lost your job or you're worried about how you're going to make ends meet. We've all got something. And, and, and there's also things that we're extremely grateful for. The Lord wants that too. He wants you to say, thank you for my family. Thank you for my job. Thank you for my gifts, my talents, the things that are important to me. Thank you that I was able to get up this morning and come to Mass with my family. Thank you. That's what goes here. That's what you're bringing. Now, you say, well, does the Lord need that? No, the Lord doesn't need that. You do. See, the Lord doesn't need anything from us. You know, that, uh, you know, He has no need of our praise. Yet, it is our, it is, uh, our thanksgiving which we bring because of what we have received. So he doesn't need us. We need him. And we need him to do what he's about to do, which is to take you and change it into himself. And that's the thing that we celebrate today in this week of Corpus Christi. You walk in with yourself, and there's this threefold action or fourfold action of the Eucharist. Jesus takes, blesses, breaks, and gives. So you're going to come forward. Jesus is going to take it. He's going to bless it. He's going to break it. And then before he gives it to you, uh, there's that element of the Eucharistic prayer where we offer that gift to the Father. This is important. Right? Jesus is in heaven eternally offering himself as a gift to the Father. Why? Because he's doing that for you and I. He's offering himself to the Father for us eternally. What is he offering? what we're about to do here on this, on this altar, to represent Calvary. This is, isn't a play acting. It's a representation. It is, it is to bring forth into the present moment Calvary. Calvary is taking place on this altar in an unbloody way because that is the thing that Jesus did for us that allowed us uh, to be here today and to be with him forever in heaven. All right, so what he did on the cross, what we're about to do here now, is what he's doing in heaven all the time offering himself as a gift to the Father on our behalf. So, so what we do is we take this and we offer it to the Father. Jesus offers himself to the Father. So he's doing that. This takes, he does this. This is united to that eternal sacrifice in heaven. And so what we're doing, we're offering that to the Father, just like Jesus is offering himself to the Father eternally. And then, because there's nothing that God needs from us. And there's nothing that we could give him that is actually going to make up for what we've done in our sins. There has to be a better sacrifice. And that's what it, that is. He's the better sacrifice. There's nothing we can give. That's why when you come up and take yourself and put it on the altar, Jesus turns it into himself because nothing we can offer can do what he's doing. 
So he changes it into himself. We offer it to the Father, united to that sacrifice, so that what we have given now is what Christ is always giving himself to the Father. And then, because we can't do anything, God gives it back to us as Christ. So we come in with ourselves, we poor people, with nothing to offer, a few, a few beans and a dollop of coleslaw, that's nothing. And what we get back from what we have, what we have given is Christ himself. So that we can take that into ourselves. Now, we have Jesus in us, alive and powerful. The other sacraments, the six, uh, give us the power of Christ. But the Eucharist is the preeminent one because it gives us Christ himself. That's why it's these sacraments, the preeminent one. It's not just the power of Christ, but the very life of Christ, Jesus in us, changing us into himself so that we can go out now into the world because we came to the feast and we brought something. Now we don't leave empty-handed. We have Jesus himself to go out and give to other people by how we live our life. That's the beauty of this feast today. So what did you bring? What are you going to put on this altar? Everybody's got everybody's to have skin in the game. That's what makes it uh, the one loaf, the one body that we celebrate today. Something to think about this, this beautiful day. So let us leave it with this, uh, that our hands may never be empty so that our hearts might always be full. Amen? Amen. Amen.